Welcome back for the last time to the Insider Knowledge Podcast. Hosted by myself, Baya, and uh, Sword of Icato, although he's currently asleep, so we'll see about that. Um, Hopefully he will come in later. Uh, as well, we have uh, HZ here, um, that will of course give us some insight on what's up next with Alvar, because um, we saw the news. Uh, the news don't really seem good for us, PvP and jurors, uh, and that's the reason not. why this is the last uh, episode of this podcast. This episode, uh, this podcast was made for competitive and for PvP, and unfortunately, uh, with the switch of the focus to PvE, uh, this doesn't really make sense to continue. Um, so, um, what, yeah. what are your thoughts about the announcement, guys? Uh, I mean, I don't know. The announcement itself, I actually thought was a very good announcement. It answered all of my questions. It was very direct. It was very blunt. The content was absolute dog shit. Like, some of the worst content that... <laughs> <laughs> I've ever read in my life, but I do have to give them some props. And I think the community was a little bit ridiculous where they were like, why did the PR team spit out a bunch of PR slop? And it's like, it, it's a fucking PR team, guys. Like, yeah, they're going to tell you, like, we're refocusing on player versus environment. It's like, no, you're cutting PvP and PvE yeah. just gets the same stuff. Like, this, this isn't refocusing, it's just elimination of that. Branch. It's like yeah, it's just removing PvP branch and just like keeping the PvE at least alive. Yeah. It's like there has, still has to be some updates, right? Especially for company like Rare, they would want to be like LOR just like completely cut off, you know, like completely die because like that's not good PR stuff, right? They, yeah. they cannot do that basically. So I do think. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I completely understand like going through like stages of grief for this. It's a very frustrating time, but I do think a lot of it was like why did the PR department put out a corporate PR speak thing? And it's like, brother, like, what were you expecting here? I mean, I get it, but it was, I mean, I think a lot of people would be like, they could have saved the effort on the video because it just was fucking nothing. You well, know, like, like yeah. it the didn't do anything awful. to quell. Yeah, they didn't yeah. do anything to like quell any feelings. It kind of just built resentment towards them. Uh, I don't know. Like, it was it, it didn't answer anything. I just hate. I just hated the whole video. Like, yeah, I just kind of like viewed that like the video was like intended as like the the intended audience for the video was people interested in the path of champions pivot, and the intended art um, audience for the article was the people who you're telling them we killed your section of the game. Um, and I thought like I, I mean. Yeah, I like watched the video and was just like, oh, this is PR slop. I don't give a shit about this. But yeah, I don't really fault them for putting out some PR slop in this situation. <laughs> yeah, it also especially like just felt weird because like there's like two operators, you know, like especially yeah. like, you know, some there was some criticism on Dave. Dave was in a very bad, bad spot there because like, you know, he's still continuing in the right, right? He cannot be like, man, you know, like he was like he was in a bad spot here then and yeah, it's it was a sad video to watch, definitely. Um, it was like a lot of people had like very small expectations of that uh, announcement, and like we were like dooming so much. And I think even though we were dooming so much, we still got kind of disappointed. Yeah, I mean, especially, I think... like they being like, you know, we are not going away, right? Uh, they are so pushing the one day earlier. We felt like maybe there's actually something, but yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. definitely like a roller coaster of emotions. I thought sure. I had one of like, the most negative expectations going into this, and it was worse than I expected. I was expected competitive is dying, 
you get a skeleton crew of competitive will occasionally do some patches you'll get like updates as they help path of champions and will run tournaments with no pricing that's what i was expecting and like it was worse than that yeah it was we I mean, definitely it was definitely the meme where it's like our expectations were low but holy fuck yeah. like you really came underneath those because i really thought that we were I, at least a lot of people were just kind of like in the worst mindset but like yeah you know like yeah competitive getting cut is probably something that'll happen but it's like i mean they already have the infrastructure in place so they just shouldn't really cut it and then it's just like actually we're killing everything pvp related and yeah. it's like oh uh I mean, yikes. the fact that, that gauntlets died was like okay like <laughs> We can't even uh, pretend to have a competitive system at that point. And, like, and then also like, yeah, also like there also was then like a voter article, right? Like starting with two world champions, right? That we had, yeah. uh, that was also funny. Um, then like also the if we have ranked even like that was like it was like you're still gonna have casual and against AI, and we were like, okay, <laughs> what does this mean <laughs> I, about ranked by this? So. I did think that one was a little blown out of proportion. I never read it as like ranked was dying. I just assumed like you could still grind the ladder to see funny number go up, but like. I mean, that is small comfort, uh, but I did think that was like a, a little bit of a unreasonable interpretation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I mean, article yeah. was uh, I, pretty bad. I know me and Maya talked about it like basically right after it dropped, and um, there was some emotions. There was definitely a lot of like heated emotions going into it, and um, now that I've cooled off, I. I, I'm just, I just so tired of being angry that I'm just exhausted by this whole situation and depressed. It's like, I, I mean, like you can't, you can't filter your anger at anybody. You can't like, there's the people that are there in place now, you know, they're not really receptive to feedback. They say, you know, we'll be listening, but it's like, can't yeah, bullshit. You know, like people who are listening were like Julian and Matt and, and Ruben. And these are the people that actually know what's going on. The fact that you've cut this completely already tells us that like you're not really listening you're just kind of appeasing and fulfilling the promises that you've already made right so like obviously they can't really cancel the the invitational so they're they're not going to and they made promises to the players who are getting cards and if they canceled that that would be a huge shit show so they're not going to do it but i gotta be honest if i'm talpidator and chedia like i have no fucking desire to make a card anymore like like yeah. it's like oh uh i guess i'll make my path of champions card that'll come out in a year like i, I don't know the yeah. most cool prize ever like i think like that could have been done and like then like being like this it definitely sucks for them um i guess you can do some meme maybe with this now but you know it, it, it just sucks yeah i definitely agree with that and yeah i definitely like I don't want to like you know blame anyone on that as well like and even from their like apparatus I I think they did fuck ups but I think they didn't do the fuck ups now I think that they did the fuck yeah. ups in like 2020 and 2021 I, I think that I, was the time that is my strong feeling like I strongly believe Riot fucked up I don't really blame um the people who like would really be called like lor devs like the people working on the game i mean maybe like the executive producer like it was dave guskin and then um umbridge or... i don't think umbridge was executive producer i believe it was jeff jew who's right oh, uh, you're going like way back then that yeah. About. yeah uh but 
anyways, like maybe the executive producer at some points in time shares some blame, but like, I don't know. The, the thing that like really frustrates me in hindsight was like frequently we got this communication from like riot where people were like someone with more clout. It'd usually be like Sonny, Majin, maybe Grappler would basically come out and be like, Hey, I'm really concerned about the monetization of this game. And I saw this like exact comment two, three times. Like it was more than just like one person. I remember it very directly with a Majin once, but basically coming out and saying like, I'm concerned about the monetization of this game. Here are some ideas that I have on how to improve monetization. Take them or leave them, but like, I'm concerned. And we would get this like direct communication from Riot of like, don't worry about it. Things are fine. And we definitely got this impression given to us that like, okay, I don't think anyone was delusional enough to think like LOR was a resounding success, but we definitely were sold this story of like, LOR is doing okay. Well, we lost by it. Um, we got told this story that like LOR is doing okay. And then it like clearly isn't doing okay and never was doing okay. And it's like, yeah, that was weird because I, I mean, there was, there's a lot of people who came out and said like, oh yeah, we've known forever that Lore was losing money, but I'm like pretty positive. Someone on Reddit was like, Lore is not losing money or something. One of like yeah, the writers like, was like, we're I mean, not losing money or something like that. I don't think and they were completely changed. Yeah. I, I don't think they were so strong to say that it's not losing money, but I definitely remember comments and pushes to the community that were basically like, Hey, we see the concern, but, like, we just want to ensure you, like, we are stable. And it was like, okay, maybe they're losing some small amount of money, but, like, it was very clear from the communication that it was, like, LOR is not just, like, bleeding money and we need to solve this problem. It is something that can be worked on over a long time period. And, like, mm -hmm. if the article came out and said, hey, LOR, like, really had a bad swing in 2023 and we just don't see it recovering, so we're doing this hard pivot. It'd be like, okay, that tracks is what I've been told. When they come out like, LOR has been losing money and has been losing money for its entire lifespan and it's never recovered. I'm like, motherfucker, you lie. And like, yeah. specifically, like, we tried to help you with this problem and we're like explicitly told, don't worry about it. Everything's fine. And it's yeah. like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah <laughs> everything it's was not fine. I, I, so yeah. I don't know like what else Riot could have wanted because they have the perfect player base. They like we were just like, oh, no more skins, no more guardians, no more boards. Well, fine, we're still here. We're playing the game. No one's leaving because of those things. And it's like, okay, so you've reduced the amount of costs that you've like your overall because obviously they said, you know, everything was costing the money to make more than it got back. Yeah. So like, okay, well you've clearly reduced costs. And it's like, okay, we're all ready to accept no prizing on opens, right? Like, we're just like, cut cut another <laughs> chunk of cost. Where, where are the costs now? Like, wh what is going on? Like, like, I know there's still costs associated with making cards and stuff like that. But, like, is it really to the point where we think Path of Champions is going to recuperate that at that? Like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just bizarre because, like, I, I don't know. I just, like, definitely got this impression that, like, stuff is okay, and it wasn't. And it's like, okay, clearly mm -hmm. you need to extract more money. And, like, I certainly believe that. I have voiced concerns about LOR's lack of monetization, where, like, I just couldn't buy things. It wasn't even that, like, I was unwilling to. There was not stuff for me to buy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
if LOR, like, I believe the corporate speak at this point because you, you're not lying about having always lost money. That's that's right, a really right. dumb lie. But like, you were always losing money. I certainly believe that. And then it's like, you had four years of this game being alive and you realized you weren't making money. And like, what exactly were your attempts to fix this monetization? We had prismatics around like Aphelios release, um, which were terrible. And they didn't workshop them at all. And like, you released prismatics. That was something novel that we added as a monetization option. And we released card skins. And card skins released like two years into the lifespan? Like, I'm sorry, but like, I don't really blame the LR team, but I do blame like, someone with a finance degree because you're sitting here and you're like you have a product and it hasn't been profitable in two years and you're like not doing and anything like yeah well i guess the the what they decided <laughs> to do was like they were just gonna cut all of the stuff that they make like that was <laughs> their idea like it didn't make any sense i i i, I truly believe if the game was like extremely greedy with stuff that wasn't the cards like kept kept the 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 system for cards and then was like cosmetics it's a it's like a turbo cringe lottery gotcha system yeah, yeah. like <laughs> you you could never get what you want unless you enter like 200 times i think people would be like okay and i feel like the game would probably be in an okay space because literally that's what tft does they make the same model thing they just change the colors and then they make like a premium one that has like a slightly different textures and it's like okay just do that for lore like yeah i mean and you have to roll it like i, I think I it's understand. i think it's easy to come up with like concepts that might have worked and i think like yeah yeah the riot pushback from corporate basically saying like hey we like did some like test cases we did some like predictions and we didn't think this would be worth the cost is like kind of a fair pushback but like my immediate pushback to that pushback is like so you're saying like you had a product and it wasn't profitable and people are spitballing ideas and your solution was like mm, i don't think that'll work and your solution is do nothing um mm -hmm. you know what's not gonna fix profitability doing nothing like, well, yeah. I told I told Baya this, and I was like, it truly feels like the people who are at the upper echelons of Riot wanted Lore to fail in its current state, so they could have an excuse to move to this, like to make this kind of gigant gigantic pivot, because they it feels like they were doing absolutely nothing, and then now that they're making this pivot, they're doing stuff that we've asked them to do previously. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we're making this previous. We, we like yeah we couldn't do this now but we're gonna do it going forward but also we're cutting <laughs> pvp as well and i told Baya like it if the game flourishes they're gonna be like look it's because we made the pivot to pve but it won't actually be that in my mind it'll be because they did all the shit mm -hmm. that we finally asked them to do and <laughs> they're gonna just like delu delusion because that's what i work at a corporation that's what people who are like c-suite and above do they just delude themselves into thinking like oh, we made this drastic change and it actually changed everything when it's like, no, you made the fundamental changes which were needed and now everything's better. And mm -hmm. you're, you're yeah. pointing to the wrong solution. But... And they're going to be like, yeah, we're making so much money now. To be honest, like I think one monetization that they did well was Battle Pass. I think Battle Pass was pretty well done, in my opinion. Of course, there was issue that like it was only once per season. Like one, for even the battle pass didn't last the whole season. That was maybe kind of weird on that thing. But I definitely agree. Like I don't like 
they just didn't die and like like skins got i guess better as well yeah, but i mean like we, I, I don't know we had broken samaris and samara got to skin after month i like this was still fails and then like we got you know they they were like bros don't make money yeah because most of them are not clickable like i'm sorry but i'm not buying not clickable bros like i'm just not doing that um, yeah. I'm not buying guardians because I got multiple of them already by uh, having butter passes in the past, right? Where we had the guardians. So I, I just don't know, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, there's like certain things that's like like companies do to drive people to purchase things, like making them available for a limited time. But like the window for limited availability on lore was like way too long, like. Like, if you want to do Christmas skins, you put them out for a week, not a month, right? And people will buy them. If you want to do, like... And that's kind of like what they do in League of Legends, too. They also raise the price of champions that are just released for, like, the first week. And then they lower it to, like, a normal price. And it's like... There's just nothing that's done... Yeah, I mean, we could talk in circles, but like Drizzle said, it feels like nothing got fucking done. Like, there's a lot of things yeah. they could have done, and there's just nothing. That yeah, like, done. I don't know. Like, I, I think it is sort of fair. Like, Meddler is like really pushing back, and like the Reddit thread being like, no, 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 guys, we like crunched the numbers. Like, don't worry about it. It's not going to make money. Like, we looked into animated cards, it wasn't going to bring in the money. And it's like, you know, you might be right, but like, if you don't figure out how to monetize this game, it's not fucking going anywhere. Like, this problem isn't going to go away because you stopped trying to solve it. And it's like, I don't know, it'd be one thing if, like, back to, like, an earlier point, like, it would be one thing if this was a recent development where, like, all of a sudden we had this, like, big downtick in how much money people were spending. Like, rotation happened and just shit went downhill. But instead, it's like, apparently this has been going on the entire time, and I just look back on these four years and it's like i i would really like to know if i'm correct about this there were two attempts at novel monetization options which were prismatics and card skins right that's like uh-huh. stone it everything else existed at launch yeah and they both happened at 2021 but the past first happened in august i think of 2020 and first skins were i think august 2021 but i might be off a little oh. bit there i mean it depends on like if you qualify like emporium into that um as well like i guess emperor was also try but yeah i think i don't know like i think emporium and battle passes like kind of count but i would put them as a separate thing where it's like these are ways to sell stuff you make in a different way which is worth exploring but in terms of like you came up with a product to sell it's just prismatics and skins like am i I wrong okay so now that I'm thinking about it, I do think Gauntlets was originally intended to be a monetization thing. Because you remember when they launched, they were insanely oh, yeah. expensive um, with green shorts. And then we were like, hey, we're not going to play this if it's this many green shots. There probably was a happy medium that, that we could have reached where it's like most people would pay like five bucks a week to play in a, in a gauntlet. But... They, I think they lowered it too much so that everyone's just like, yep, I'm playing for free now. I, but like, I also thought it was like insane that gauntlets were enterable with green shards. Where it's like, yeah, you can charge me, with that. but like, why green shards? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah, 
But like yeah. there was also the better gauntlets, right? That I even spent money on myself, especially in the first like season ever, because like I wanted to get the trophies for the uh, opens, right? So I think that kind of worked. But then I was able to have so many of the tokens for the for the better gauntlets that I didn't need them. So this yeah. maybe also like kind of weird. Then, but I don't know if there was like meant to be monetizing, but maybe I guess it was maybe uh the bigger expectation of that uh, to maybe return some money and i assume that not many people bought right um yeah the the access yeah i mean well, like i know in clash you have to buy tickets like for L like league of legends you have to buy tickets for to play in clash like they could have done something similar than, uh, like yeah. where they have like a there's like a basic ticket and then a premium ticket where you pay more and you get more stuff if you do better kind of thing like i don't know th again we're doing the whole like there's a lot of things they could have done kind of yeah. thing yeah. but um i did uh, want to touch on what raw rock said uh a hundred percent the people that worked on lore were a hundred percent blindsided by this I mean, because that's... i worked with them throughout worlds and i never had any indication that this these changes were coming from what i've heard from talking to devs we were just gonna run it back um they with like new, some like... small changes yeah, and this is completely new so yeah. i mean that's like pretty clearly evident from like the lor invitational like if yeah. you knew this was coming down the pipeline you certainly would not have invited those people to the lor invitational mm -hmm. like maybe you invite people still and you still have the lor invitational but you're not like hey competitive seasonal winner uh do you want to talk about that the champions <laughs> Yeah, like definitely, it was yeah, like yeah. not fun at all, and like it's obvious. I think it just was like CEO on the New Year's just, just like you know decided to do this, and like yeah, he just did it. I, I think well, it, it was so obvious that it wasn't planned. I think like yeah. So I know the Invitational was also supposed to be a tournament, and they said they're changing the Invitational a little bit, and I'm pretty sure it's like because it's no longer a tournament, it's just gonna like we're gonna show you new cards and like talk about our path going forward. Um, I won't know because I can't, I did not get invited unfortunately that, that's like um, so crazy to me uh there's a you also didn't right or... no i didn't but we have we have icado.is only one so like i guess it's kind of unfortunate that he's not here so he cannot tell us yeah. maybe more but you know i they were, were not sure what what name of the tournament is you know it was like mr event and i guess <laughs> it's goodbye event you know in the end so. yeah. yeah i mean no. okay i do think saying like I don't know, the, the article has, like, this section of saying, like, is LOR dead? And they're like, no, LOR isn't dead, it's just changing. And it's like, I don't know, from one perspective, I agree. The holistic thing of LOR is not dead. You can play Path of Champions, you can even still play Ranked, apparently. Mm -hmm. But, like, competitive LOR is dead. Um, we, we don't have to beat around the bush. And, like, okay, maybe LOR has a future, but, like, I really dislike that there's a bunch of like Path of Champions players that are being like, this news is great. And these like competitive players are just whiny. And it's like, okay, first of all, it's not that unreasonable to be upset about losing the part of the game that you enjoyed. Also, this is not good news for you. You can have yeah. hope about this. Like competitive can't have hope, but like Path of Champions can be like, I think we could be better later. But it's like, no, you lost like half of your dev team and you went from like 30% of the old resources to 35. 90% of the change is that the other 65% is just gone. It didn't go to you. It just no longer exists. 
Yeah, it's a different game where you just hope <laughs> they're gone. And most are gone, right? We yeah. have a lot of playoffs. So. I mean, if you think about the largest streamers, right? I mean, like, outside of Sunny, who the fuck is playing, like, like non-competitive stuff? No one. Like, I mean, even Sunny like, is... Kato's not going to be playing at the Champions League. Yeah, and, and even Sunny is going to be, like, severely impacted. Yeah, like, there's, like, you know, like, it was just a thing, like, the PV will get small, like, the community, I know there's, like, some YouTubers that have, like, 10k subs or something like that, but, like, the community is so small of PV, and, uh, like, there was some, like, comments on Reddit, right, like, I'm sorry that I killed your game because I was, you know, grinding it for the, I was grinding because, in the end, Part of Champions was the best way how to grind a game, because if you wanted to be having the weekly vault as soon as possible, you know, fulfilled, uh, the best way was just playing Part of Champions, because you have fast games, uh, and you get so many, like, XP boosts as well, so, yeah, it's, it's just weird as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to, like, the reasonable path of Champions players, I don't want to shit on too much, because, like, I don't know. I, I do kind of believe that there's more time spent in Path of Champions than um like yeah, conventional like... PvP. I just like I this is still not good news for you. Um it's certainly better than the PvP news, but like I'd be pretty worried if I was playing Path of Champions. Um I mean, you might get something similar to what PvP got, which is like a swan song where it like feels really good for a year and you're a little bit confused when everything gets shuttered in a year, but like I don't think I would be happy if I was playing Path of Champions. I think I would yeah. be like, really got to stick the landing here. I think there's like a reasonable middle ground of of a good chunk of people. I would say like at least fifty to sixty percent of the community understands like this is a net negative, um, I mean, like to everyone. <laughs> um, and I also have seen some very disingenuous <laughs> ar- arguments on both sides. I think like we can all just agree like yeah, Path had more players. Yes, it also has a lot of players that don't play that often and also don't play the monthly leaderboard. But that doesn't mean they don't have a lot of players. And also at the same time, uh, competitive is important to the game. Um, And the content that's created is extremely important to the game. I I hated seeing like both people be like, both sides just be like, actually, we could have done without either one of you. And it's like, "Mm, I mean, not really, really, no. (laughs) Like... I'm pretty sure Path of Champions bolstered the game's numbers, and I'm pretty sure competitive also bolsters the game's numbers uh, from a viewership and content perspective. So it's like the fact that one's going away is just going to extremely and negatively affect the other side. Uh Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. People are kind of like correct in that like Path of Champions spent more money, but like Path of Champions got monetization. Like, very honestly, like, I made an effort to spend money in LOR. There was a cosmetic that I saw and I was like, hmm, that seems kind of interesting to me. I'll buy it. What the fuck was I supposed to buy? Like, I bought... But that's the thing. It's like, when you do these kind of free-to-play games, you're supposed to hit whales. So you have to have something uh-huh. that, like, just costs, like, two grand, right? Like, like you just have to have something that I costs, have... like, a hundred bucks. And people are just like, I, I have the $100 thing and people will flame you because yeah. like, ha you waste $100 and then you'll be like, actually, I'm rich and you're poor. It's a very common thing in free-to-play games and yeah, there's nothing like that. As well. they have <laughs> I, yeah. In TFT, they have fucking cheapies that cost like so much as well. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I, have a friend, I have a friend who prismatic 
every card in every deck that he played in a tournament. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think he stopped when he like kind of drifted away from LOR, although he might have still did this. And he basically viewed it as like, I'm supporting a game that I particularly enjoy. Um, and like, I think he seriously played like competitive for two and a half years and spent like $600, which is like wild that you have a dude like attempting to whale and is sell giving you $600. Like, mm -hmm. what the fuck? Like, it, like, the crazy thing is also, like, I spent the most money on the thingy that I wanted to play ages tournaments or, like, other tournaments on Americas because I, I mm. was, like, lazy to grind. That was, like, my biggest spending on this game. I think even though, like, I've played this game for four years, I think I'm still under, like, 200 bucks. Like, it's so crazy, like, to me. Like, somebody like I mean, me should have so many more times than, like, what I spend. It was also like a definitely like a day one thing. As someone who came from like Hearthstone, I remember when I got on the Legends of Terror and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna buy all the cards like off rip. And I literally just couldn't do that. And I was just like, mm, that blows. Um, I'm gonna take a break until tomorrow when I can buy more cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, um, like th there's just like you said, there's nothing to buy. I mean, I always think of like when I played Genshin and I just used to like buy all the characters and like, yeah, it was a lot of fucking money, but I had fun doing it. And I like saying to people, I have all the characters. There's just nothing. There's just nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think it was like, you know, we don't want to become the classic card game, but like, I, I think it's better to like be classic card game than die. You know, like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I like, uh, let me see if I can find it. There was a very good... As much as I will, like, just rail on this stupid-ass monetization, it's not actually the biggest mistake that I think Upper Riot did. The biggest mistake I think Upper Riot did is when you're, like, releasing a product, and this isn't necessarily a game, but, like, anything, you get one shot to get momentum. Because, like, you release a game, there's a lot of wave of interest due to pure novelty. And you basically get this, like, opportunity to hook people where, like, you just get a bunch of free marketing because people are like, oh, I'll try out that new game. I'll give it, like, four hours or something. Let's see how it, let's see how it is. Um, and Riot basically used that opportunity and blew it on Foundations. And, like, yeah. did you play Foundations? It, it wasn't yeah. great. It felt like a beta because it was. Like, yeah. I don't. It was a beta, yeah. I don't blame the devs because like they were very direct and honest. This is a beta. We fully released with rising tides. Imagine if like that level of like support wasn't increased. We did the same marketing push. You just delayed it until your game was done. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like I mean, the first part was on foundations. Then like, I said, like, I think the biggest mistake were made in 2001 and 21. I think these, yeah. like, there were big, big mistakes made. And, like, that's something that we then just, you know, like, that's why the priorities were small, right? Uh, at, at the first. And then, like, of course, the monetization, even of the small priorities was then poor. But I think, the, like, the biggest mistake were made here. Um, there was also, like, you know, something that I, I even tweeted about was, like, the Tales of Frontier thingy. Uh, that used to, that should be Legends of Frontier art. But they have League yeah. of Legends name in their name. And only way how you can, you know, like how it's like LOR ad is like one second of LOR logo and description where it's like play Runter now. You know, it's like 
No, bro, this is League of Legends art. That's not Legends of Runeterra art. Especially, like, you know, especially funny looking at, like, Ionia, whereas in the video, you have Akali. And, like, Akali is still not in Alora, right? Like, to this point. So, like, it's it, it's just, like, it's so many weird decisions, especially in Alora. And I do agree. Like, the game I, I played in, in the in the open beta, I, it was, like, fun because it was something new to me. But, man, like, when you look at the graphics, how it looked, like, how it was even played, the meta game it was very un- non-balanced. The balance was very poor. Uh, there was things like Alnax, if you remember. Uh, Ezreal Karma was also crazy and stuff. So like, it wasn't that good game. Like how it is currently, for example. So, um... yeah, I think um, someone brought up a good point in the fact that like I think it was Sleepy Panda, where it's like with the new direction that LOR is heading. Can you even really call it Legends of Runeterra anymore? Because it's not the same, like, at all. Um, there's, it, it's all focused on this one game mode that, like, was just an experiment at one point, And now, like, I don't know. It just feels so fucking bad. Yeah. Oh, also, while you pull up this graphic, I do want to point out that I also looked up World's viewership numbers uh throughout the years and i think it <laughs> there was a point where worlds was getting like forty five thousand views um peak and this last world's got seven thousand um i, I think like my match was the most watched ever i think by the way i, I saw some statistics that my match with i think it was with eric he was the most watched one ever but maybe i'm wrong maybe it was actually finals uh, because there was different worlds anyway uh, but yeah, it, it definitely fell like down uh, with the worlds as well. Like when you looked at it, but yeah, you can see this was like the at the start it was the you know the ten year anniversary, right? At the first, this yeah, was, like, they the, had like the like access, limited yeah. time beta. There was like limited time beta with streamers only. There was limited time beta that was just like open. This was like full open beta release. So, like foundations is just released and you're allowed to play it. This right here. Is where LOR released. Yeah. Mm. Like, clearly marketing did something. But, like, I don't think the early access part was ridiculous. I do think, like, this and then also having this, probably not the wisest move. But, like, we just sent people into this. And, like, the game kind of sucked. And then, like, yeah, the game was bad, yeah. we kind of got an okay game, but like, what are we doing here? Like, none of this, none of this matters. Like, mm-hmm. we yeah. and like, I don't think it's unreasonable for Riot Upper Management to be like, we can't do another marketing push like that. And it's like, fair enough. Why did you do it when you did then? Like, <laughs> are you dumb? <laughs> That's what they in the corporations call like a learning opportunity. Um, <laughs> And, you know, when you fuck up big, you say, like, oh, we learned from this. But um, I would like to see. So there was a, I think there was a, there was a statement, something about how the marketing was just kind of there to maintain the current pay- player base. Yeah. You guys remember hearing that statement? So um, I don't want to be, like, stepping on any toes or ruining any relationship with Riot, but I actually just know that's untrue. Um I know that this last expansion was designed and targeted to bring in new players. All of the marketing material was external. There was even um, promotion on the website 
like the actual Riot website. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if like this is more corporate obfuscation or like covering their asses or something, but it's like it genuinely feels like uh, they 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 actually probably tried to do another marketing push and it just didn't pan out. Like with this last expansion, I mean, I don't know. It's bizarre to me because like in one hand like they seem very open and like they they put really unpleasant questions to answer on the faq and you could very easily just not and like another one is like meddler like responded to someone on uh like reddit that was just like an absolute roast of a post on reddit and it's like mm-hmm. you could just not respond to that and i think it'd be wise from a pr standpoint to not but like on the other hand like some of this stuff I don't think is particularly arguable as, like, a good decision. And I'd be really curious to see, like, why did you do it like this? Like, I agree with the Riot Upper Management. We can't spend, like, millions of dollars to get Disguised Toast and Raynad and all the Hearthstone streamers to try it again. We can't do this. But, like, very reasonable take. Why did you push the game so hard when it was clearly unfinished? Like, I don't think the devs were delusional. I don't think they were sitting there and being like, hey guys, game is really good right now and it's going downhill with rising tides. Like, just get the marketing push out. Like, I think they were, be honest with Riot Upper Management. It's like, why did you blow your budget then? (laughs) Well, I mean, like, how many people do you know that played League of Legends on launch that are still playing today? Like, I, none. I am legitimately like, the oldest... Well, I don't really play League anymore, but, like... Yeah. When I played League, I played in Season 1. Um, I did not play in right. launch, but I played in Season 1, and it's like... I was always, like, the person who's like, Jesus, fuck, you're ancient. <laughs> like, Right. But it, And same thing with TFT. Who's been playing since the foundations someone? of TFT? Yeah, like... like game player bases change and and they grow and those games got marketing pushes years down the line mm-hmm. so why wouldn't why wouldn't lor get the same thing like you don't expect a game to build its initial player base from launch and then maintain it throughout like that's insane thinking like nobody operates that way so why was why is riot saying that that's that was the intention like I, I'm it's, confused. It's so, it's so weird. I don't agree with that. Like it's so weird, and like something as said we were asking for is like a little Alora in the client, and we're gonna get it after we kill the game. Uh, like mm-hmm. I, I just don't know. Like it's it's so weird as well that way. Like why is Alora now in the leak client? Why wasn't it earlier? Like I don't know. It's, um. it's so confusing to me. And yeah, and also like you know they were like you know PvP player base is small. That why do, did you try to maintain it? Why would you maintain it? Like we not be losing money on the player base that we have. So our marketing strategy is to maintain it, so we lo- still lose the money. Or what is? I don't yeah, understand. I mean, it very much just like felt like a lot of the confused the like decisions were just baffling. Where like they kind of make sense if you're like, I don't know, dozing off playing some ladder in the middle of your business meeting, and you're like, oh yeah. That that sounds like a reasonable take. Like, uh, yeah, we don't want to spend money on a game that's struggling or whatever. And it's like, if you don't want to spend money on a game that's struggling, like, there's two choices. You spend money and you try and make it not struggling or you shut it down. 
And like, the worst part about this is like, this is the business manager take where it's like, cut the game down or spend the money to fix it. Those are your two choices. And you're sitting here and saying yeah. like, the business major take is the right one. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, you're making a dumbass business decision. Either like either man up and shut the game down or man up and spend the money. Like <laughs> there isn't the third option. Like, yeah. it's a classic business thing. I mean, everyone's heard you got to spend money, make money. So like, yeah. you can't just like expect, yeah. it's like putting your money it's like investing your money into a company you know is going to go downhill and you're like, well, yeah, I'm losing money on this investment, but surely like it's going to bounce back. And it's like I mean, from the uh, business perspective, no, yeah, from the business perspective, it is perfectly valid to say, like, we do not believe in LOR's future. So we're shutting it down. Mm -hmm. But like, you didn't do that. Like, what are mm -hmm. we doing? You kept this game running for four years. Then we're like, hmm now now is the right time and it's like to just just make the decision like <laughs> yeah i i it that's why i'm like i'm like can you even call it lore anymore just spin it off call it path of champions it's its own game like i think that is the better decision because like it uh, is the best decision you sit here and you're like oh i'm interested in path of champions and someone's like yeah you go to like legends of runeterra and download the client they're like is isn't that uh -huh. game dead and you're like, no, yeah. no, like Path of Champions is alive. And it's like, okay, this is just like in inherently a terrible sales pitch. And it's like, you you would be better off just killing the game. Like, yeah. Well, uh, so the, the especially with how it's set up now, because you have to, like you said, you have to go through Legends of Terra, you have to download it. Like, there's like two thirds of the cards you can't even really play in Path of Champions most of the times. So, like, why not just like, but those cards reduce the download size of the game and like and then just completely remove all the other options besides shop and path of champions and versus ai and like literally that's it like and then you get like vehicle vault like you know and like you're like okay okay i'm playing path of champions what is this vehicle vault for oh it's for a mode that we don't support anymore you know like <laughs> we don't want it anymore like do you hear your helpful cards enjoy them but they're useless too but you know good luck you know, yeah, and what's the point of green shards anymore? What's the, I mean, like, there's literally nothing. Wild cards, what's the point? Like, there, there's, if you have, the, like, after this next set, right? There's no point. Of, it's not a collectible card game anymore. Don't call it a CCG. Don't call it whatever. It's literally just, uh, like, a bad Slay the Spire. Yeah. Like. And that's the issue, I think, also. like The, man, the, yeah. the, the, the game is not good enough to be its own oh. thing. Yeah. I mean, it, that is pretty bizarre. Like, I know some people enjoy Path of Champions, but like, every time I play it, like, I'm not super into Slay the Spire. I've certainly played like a decent amount of it and I've had my good times, but like, Slay the Spire is dramatically better than Path of Champions. And like, yeah, Slay the Spire is probably the pinnacle of its genre, but like, even the other ones that have come out, like, spark some interest. I know like, Monster Train is a big one. Um, there's a few other that like definitely replicated the success of Slay the Spire. They are dramatically better. And it's like, what are we doing here with Path of Champions? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, it's like, so so people, I don't know how many competitive players actually play Path of Champions, but I play Path of Champions quite a bit. Sorry for killing your game. But um, like, it's so, 
it's so easy the game is yeah. so easy it's not a skill diff at all it's literally like a grind diff if you're not doing well you just grind the champion till you get more levels till you get more stars and then it just becomes super fucking easy like sometimes you low roll on an aurelian soul run and that's like you're like okay well next time i'm definitely gonna be because there's no way i get that unlucky again and then you do and it's like okay like there's there's nothing to, to do it's just a time sink it's not a skill intensive game and i know they're bringing a hard mode and stuff like that into it but it's like i don't know like i have no in intention of ever just like going over and trying the new hard mode after it's probably something that you also need to put tons of time into and also probably now spend money to actually beat um yeah. well so. i guess the money will be like you know make it faster right like that's gonna be the money spent right i assume or the new monetization system like you know, you can grind it five times. Oh, you can play it on a once and spend, you know, ten bucks, uh, like something like that, right? Well, I think it's it's going to be so difficult to grind that spending money is the only option, right? Like that's what I would imagine they're moving to. It's because if you want to get to six stars, you know, it increases the amount of shards you have to get for each stars. And it's like, okay, well, if it's like you need a hundred shards to get the final shard, or like get the final star, people are like, no, I'm just going to spend 30 bucks because that's going to take me three weeks. And so, like, I, I think that's the intention, but like, I don't know. Like, it's just like, why not just go play a game where you, you buy the game once and it's actually skill intensive and then, like, you can like just do it again. Characters, I guess that's the slang point of now the part yeah. of Champions game. It's like, you know, like, Cell League Champions, right? You're gonna play as Jinx, right? You love Arcane, you can play Jinx, right? I guess that's maybe the intention now, but... Um, I said, I, I basically never played Part of Champions. I played it for cards, because I said it was the best way how to acquire cards on an egg account. Uh, but I was just, like, I was, like, playing any back-to-back-to-back-to-back, just some same monthly mm -hmm. challenge. I'm sorry, I was one of them also. I killed You game. killed my game. Yeah. I oh, okay. I, I suppose I do have to confess. I did play like six games of Path of Champions once. Um, however, unlike these two dirtbags in Call with me, <laughs> I did not continue to play Path of Champions. I played it once, decided the game mode was not for me, and moved on. Uh, yeah. So here's your. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think. Um... I think maybe we should move to the next topic because we could, we could probably do this for four hours. Yeah, not talking about like the yeah, shit, like, the same circles over and over. Yeah. Let's try and be stronger. Like we can do that. Let's try and be a little bit forward linking. Uh, we can either start with <laughs> Red because he's got by far the most uh, optimistic one, or uh, we yeah. can end with Red. I don't know, like I, because I'm just gonna be like, the reality is, is I'm gonna be like, eh. For Aegis side, it's not really a big deal. Um, we lost a lot of our relationship with Riot uh, because we were doing the, the tournaments, but like in terms of sustainability, it's not like Legends of Runeterra was like really the pinnacle or the, the peak of our system. Um, we have sponsors. We just got another one. None of them are sponsoring Legends of Runeterra. So like, it, it sucks in terms of like, because me and Hirsch love the game. That's the main thing. It's like, we love you guys. We love the community. We love the game. We love the devs. And it's like, that's all gone, right? That That's the biggest thing about, like, where I think HS's future is. This is like, 
how can we run tournaments for a game that's basically not the same game anymore? Like, uh-huh. we don't know the devs. We don't know the community. They're all leaving. Like, we don't know the game because it's not going to get any balances at, like, balance patches or anything like that. So it's... I, I, I told you before the college result that, like, Aegis will definitely, like, reevaluate at the end of this upcoming Aegis season and see, like, where the community is. Like, how many people are just, like, dipping. Because I'm sure, like, by the time playoffs comes around, especially Bracket, we're going to see a lot of people who are just like, yep, well, that was fun, guys. I'm out. And it's, like, yeah. so... I mean... Uh, yeah, it, we'll have to see. I have this, um, like... I'm very conflicted about, like, the Aegis season. Not, like... I really appreciate that you guys run it. It's just, like, personally, I don't know if I want to engage with it. Because, like, on the one hand, I really would like a real conclusion to this phase of my life. On the other hand, Mm. I also just want to mentally start moving on. And it's, like, I don't know what to do because, like, I'd like to support you guys. I don't have a problem with, like ages at all but it's just this very frustrating experience so yeah so that's kind of like why we made it the way it is where if if for people who don't know like we're accepting every single team um the entry fee is like whatever you want to put into it so like if you join and you're like i don't know if i really want to commit to this i'm just not going to put in an entry fee that way if i drop it's like it's not a huge deal like that's all fine as well like it, it really is kind of just like um Here's the last hurrah. I don't want to say last, but it's just kind of positioned that way. Here's the last hurrah. Do you want to play? Like, let's all just, like, play while the game still has expansion and and balance patches. And and then, like, we can all just kind of, like, take it out back and, you know, bury it at the same time. (laughs) I would... um, Because it definitely feels really fucking bad to, like, knowing that the last open was the last open. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's like, we didn't have any clue. And, of course, like, we're going to let Ikado win the last one? No fucking shot. So we have to run another event, right? So, um... Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's unreasonable for the last competitive open to not have prizes. I do right. think it is incredibly shitty of Riot to competitive players to basically be like, the last open you played, that was the last open you play. And you're like, mm-hmm. like, you can run one more with no prizing and like, no prize, no broadcast. I think the competitive community would be very appreciative of just, yeah. we're calling this an open. And it's like, we'll do the broadcast. After the new cut, you know, like after the new set, just, you know, like, yeah, I assume that, you know, we would do the commemorative maybe broadcast again. I I don't know, like, of course, like we would need like ages help over that, but I think like people will be willing to, I don't know, having one more, one last stand with the new champions, with I mean, the new set that we have already done, you know, anything... the devs that we love did it that are not already, that are not part of the team anymore. Like, yeah. it just sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything more, I think, would certainly be nice, but like, I think people would be incredibly appreciative if you did stone nothing other than it's an open. If you fucking put right. it on like smash.gg and you're like, we will not even give you the tournament tab. You can run this, but we will call it an open. I think the competitive community would be like, 
God bless. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just like I think I I'm I'm hoping because in the system there is two more opens scheduled, right? So there's and this is a leak, whatever. Uh, there is one like February twenty fourth, and there is one planned for March seventeenth. So from what I understand, right? So if those do end up happening and the expectation is set, like these are the last two, I think people would be really appreciative, right? Um, but God damn, if it doesn't happen, like it's going to feel so fucking bad, dude. I mean, the problem is like <laughs> the article was like, I, I understand there's stuff on like calendars, but like the article was just mm -hmm. like not close where it's like, for now, competitive PvP will be put into hibernation. This includes gauntlets, ranked season rewards, tournaments such as the Runeterra open system. It's like, that's gone. And it's like, uh, so, so, so like yeah. how much do you cost you? Like, how much do open cost you? How much ranked trade cost you? Like, uh, am I like so weird or like, I, I yeah, I do wonder what the associated cost with like running that tournament uh, actually is because I know it's not like. I know, like, they have people ready if shit goes bad, but other than that, which we haven't seen in a long time, other than that, like, it's not like they have labor assigned to it, right? Like, um, it's automated, right? Like, it's just automated in client. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I got my own name tag, Pog. Yeah. Um, like, I truly do wonder, like, how much how much does it end up actually costing them? Because, like, I feel like if it's if it's a system that's already in place and it doesn't cost anything, then like, I don't know, just fucking run it. Like, who cares? I guess, I guess that just means that they want to get rid of us, right? That they don't want to do anything with PvP, and they're like, I, we don't want you. Go away. This is just part of Champions game. This is how it feels to me. Like, I I just do have that feeling. Yeah. I don't know, like, mm -hmm. how it feels to you, but, yeah, it's just, that's that's my feeling of that of that situation. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think they'll cost, like, sure, maybe a few bucks, maybe. Like, you have to pay somebody that's gonna put in the system, like, okay, this is start date, this is end date, maybe. I don't know. Like... <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, it's already, like, in the system. Like, yeah, but, like they but, populated like, like, it at the beginning open, of the like, year. Like, I mean, like, for future opens, for example, for next oh, season. Oh, yeah. Because we have still ne next set, right? And then you could still make maybe three opens for that set, at least, you know? Okay, so, like, if I were making a game, <laughs> and maybe this isn't how it is, but the system would probably be, like, enter a date and time, and we will run, like, kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. I doubt they have many people that require, like, hands-on to get that shit going at this point. Um, and exactly, but maybe like, I'm yeah. wrong. Maybe it's actually like really intensive. Who knows? Like, yeah, I guess we don't know. Yeah, but like, yeah. I would assume that like so that like after so many opens, after so many seasons, you have something like that. You just like put in dates and you have it done. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, back to ages as we were talking about. You know, um, last season, probably maybe we'll see. Um, starts on the 16th, signups close on the 14th. Originally, signups were closing on the 15th, and then I realized, oh, we kind of have to do a draw show. So that'll be on the 15th. Signups close on the 14th. Get your teams in. We're accepting everyone. It's probably going to get real funky when it turns to like, probably not going to get even groups. Um, but it should be fun. And um, 
you know, hopefully it won't run like too long because I don't want to like drag people on for like a a twelve week season. But um, yeah, I, I think it'll be fun and and everyone will have a blast. Um, uh-huh. yeah, so just join, just join, just <laughs> off, just join, <laughs> just just join, man. Well, you're gonna guess. I guess I guess you're gonna have in the description. You're gonna have a Discord ages uh, invitation, so you can check it out, and you can maybe build up your. You know your team and uh, join the league. I said uh, oh, you, you can, can farm FFP you... with how much money you want, you and can... all the fee uh gonna go into the prize pool. What I understand, so yeah, yeah, hundred percent of the entry fee is going to the prize pool, and like we said, like the pri- the entry fee is like whatever you want to pay. So like, if Drizoth rolls up and he's like, I'm dropping ten grand on this, okay, well ten grand goes into the prize pool. If Bias shows up and he's like, I'm paying one dollar just to like spite you guys, well, one dollar is going in the prize pool. Like, I mean, I did uh, donate like four hundred bucks to Master and Terra tournament once. I did well, like okay. just win the previous one. To be clear, I wasn't just like yeah, yeah. have four hundred dollars out of the goodness of my heart. We have two Master and Terra opens winners here, right? So, you know, yeah. Based. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm happy that I managed to win like a big major tournament in my time so yeah certainly think i mean i i think this is before we started podcasting but um i have like a art of purple fish wiggly purple fish on my wall i am so happy i got that um like at the time i was happy i got it but like I could have I I could quit LOR for ten years. LOR could die after two, and I would still hang that thing on my wall. Mm-hmm. It's just the memories, right? Like yeah, it's I mean, been four years, right? I guess for you a little bit less, but yeah, it's, it's been an amazing time. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. been a long time. It's a card I resonated with. It's a card that brought me a lot of success throughout the years. Um, I mean, I guess like. Literally the entire time I've been playing the game, I've been associated with Purplefish. Because, like, I mean, I was playing a little bit before Purplefish released, but, like, I definitely made a name for myself with TF Fizz, and it's been Purplefish since, so. Um, a lot of Nama as well. Um, but I have plans. Hey. I have plans going forward. I need, I need to set the record straight, because the community has been incredibly wrong about this. Back when Nami got nerfed, so many people were like, Drizoth's gonna be in shambles. This fucker. This was my love. Nami was the thing that let me play Burblefish. Mm-hmm. She can rot. <laughs> but, um, I don't know what my plans are. I really wish I knew. Um, I'd like to try. I, I need a competitive outlet. I know that. I'm a very competitive person, and um, I don't know. This probably has never come up in the podcast. I'm pretty open up with it in public, so if you've hung around, you probably know. I have a somewhat serious heart condition. Um, saying that, people will just always assume it's either more serious or less serious than it actually is. Relevantly, I'm going to have to have heart surgery at some point in my life, and I can't play sports. That's like the relevant impacts to my life. Um, not exactly the greatest time in the world, but it really isn't, like, horrific. Um, I mean, at some point I'm going to have heart surgery, which sucks ass, but, like, and until that, it's, like, fine. I just don't play sports. But I'm still pretty competitive, and I, like, cannot play the main competitive outlet for most people. Like, 
if you know the like doctor's waiver that you'd always have to get signed to play sports in school, the doctor would never sign that for me. Or he's like, under no circumstance am I letting you play sports. Um, so I need a competitive outlet. I need something to sink my time into. And I don't know what that is. Um, I've pretty much always played CCGs, but none of them are compelling to me at this point. Magic's pretty frustrating. Yu-Gi-Oh! I have some complaints about. Pokemon doesn't look the most appealing. So I don't know. Like, the options that sound good, Teamfight Tactics sounds okay, but I'm a little bit frustrated with Riot right now, so I don't really want to go to Teamfight Tactics. Pokemon VGC sounds okay, but I just don't know. I'm going to try some stuff. Yo, Grant! That's fair, Grant. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon VGC is like... It's kind of like a card game almost, in a sense. Um, yeah. It, it's pretty fun. Um, it seems it's very, very complex, analogous, So Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it, a very complex game. There's a lot of, like, smaller, um, like, CCGs, like Lorcana, Flesh and Blood, One Piece. The problem is I'm in fucking rural Indiana. <laughs> like, if I'm playing a paper card game, which I am interested in, I need a paper local scene. There's stone nothing. We barely have a magic scene where I am. I'm like, uh. yeah. I think I think like if you were gonna go Lorcana route, it would definitely be like Pixelborn for however long Disney lets that stay up, um, which is their online client. I was talking to Mo about it, and he was like, "Well, it's been up for a year, so because Mo is is all Lorcana now, so he's like the the fan made client is up for a year." They do online tournaments, they get big numbers. So I, yeah. it's something I've been looking at, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like a non, it's not like something you have to definitely buy into as a paper card gamer. Kind of game. Yeah, I mean, my frustration is just like paper card games are appealing to me, but like paper card games need the paper scene to justify it. I'm willing to play an online client for a paper card game I play, mm -hmm. but as soon as it's not a digital first card game, they're like a lot less pleasant to play online. And if it's sitting here like, hey, you can get into a paper card game exclusively online, it's like, mm, mm, I don't know about that one. Um, yeah. I think it's a, I would say like, I played a little bit of Lorcana. It's, it's kind of piss easy. Um, I started beating people like right away. Um, I, I think that's I think lore really has a good foundational skill set for like transferring into other games. Um and I will say that if you guys are ever interested um in playing TFT, I will plug that Aegis TFT is the best tournaments for TFT. The guys who run that shit are extremely passionate. They even do lands and shit. It's kind of crazy. So like if you guys ever want to get into TFT and you're like tired of lore, I can help you transition. Um, cause those guys like letting people learn as well. Like they like teaching people. Um, I have so have many like... people like inviting me to TFT, man. It's crazy. Like, yeah. especially like, you know, I was like, we talked with like Panda as well. Uh, in pitches Panda, of course. Um, mm -hmm. it's a good old caster. Um, yeah, but yeah, mm, I guess my plans, uh, I guess I didn't set my plans yet. Uh, it's like, I'm not really sure yet. It might be TFT, it might be Marvel Snap. I'm not very sure. I think it's gonna be probably one of these. I need to I need to try the One Piece and Rokana. I want to try these two. At least, you know, give them give them a shot. Uh before I make my decision. But it's probably Marvel Snap or TFT to be honest. Um 
regarding the content, I don't know how much I'm going to continue myself because uh, I think I was really tied to, you know, LOL. It was like four years. I'm, I'm here since the start. I was playing since the, you know, open beta, right, in 2020. So I started when I was 16, right? And like when you're watching this or like for me, it's tumor, I'm 21. And it's like, it's, it's kind of crazy, right? Like it, it was my, it was my, uh, you know, teenage years. So um it's gonna be an interesting switch for me. Uh, I never had like any other like you know. I was never so tied to like game right. Like for example, there's not people so much tied to like Mar uh, to uh, Magic right. Um, and I never had something like that. And, like it was my like first game in like in that sense. So, yeah. Um. I I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to maybe like you know uh. Ride my range of that, but also I'm sad that yeah, I has to probably go out of my life. I, I want to have something that. I want to compete in. I want to be something that you know has future, and that's something that just Alora doesn't give me now. So we will see. I don't. This is my personal opinion, but I don't think Snap is that game. Like, yeah. it's it's like the hot thing for sure. But I don't like in terms of competitive. I don't think it's like something that's realistic. I know they have stuff now, but I don't yeah. think long term they will. Competitive Snap like, has seemed like it's going nowhere. Like, both in terms of like. It's not doing well, but also in terms of like the second dinner and like Marvel seems just mm -hmm. completely disinterested in trying to make competitive happen, which like is a fine take for the company to have. But like, I'd have a hard time it's, saying like, I'm going to make this a competitive outlet when like the company just seems disinterested. Um, well, it makes sense for them not to do it. It's literally a money fountain. Why would they throw any of that money away they have no reason to change anything that they're doing yeah. so like it's like why would i make a competitive system for a game that's like basically made for zoomers it's done in like a minute and a half and then like you just pump them out and then like there's no reason for people to be like yep okay yep snap uh let's let's put one million dollars into the competitive scene it's like that's not gonna drive any purchases so it's like yeah yeah, I, I, can, I can see that for the issue. I, I can definitely see it as well. So, like, I'm not like that. I want to go snap, but I, I, I do enjoy that game. But I, I definitely have the. I think the, also the system, the competitive that there's like with the, you know, like that both player has 10 cubes to spread it dump as well. So, like, um, I, I have definitely some issues with it. So, that's why I'm not like decided as well on that yet. Um, yeah, bizarrely, I feel like snap is like a better competitive system if it was just ladder, where it's like <laughs> you can just bet cubes like the cube system sounds like interesting when you're talking about ladder and then as soon as you're talking about tournaments i'm like what the fuck is this cube system doing here well you I, know what the tournaments they run on the cube system too the tournaments do yeah, yeah it's just like does yeah. it it feels like super like shoehorned in to like kind of make a competitive system work i don't know yeah it's just like so much like push to be like cubes and like uh, it's it's very weird. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Like the system is very weird. Like get, I think when you're behind here, so doomed very often. Like it, it's kind of weird in that sense. I, I definitely agree. Yeah, um, like, I think it's a symptom of the game because I actually think the system is kind of creative considering the limitations of the game. Um, because it 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 still keeps the skill expression that is like betting cubes into the tournament. Yeah, um, which is like the fundamental part of the game. So I don't know. I I don't know if I dis. I, I don't know if I agree with like it's a bad system. I think it's just like a bad game for competitive. Like that's, yeah. that's where I, it is. I actually like, think Snap is like 
Snap like isolating the competitive aspect where like the skill expression is entirely with the cube mechanic. Like, I don't know. It, I found it very wild when people were like particularly hating on Marvel Snap and people were like, there's no skill expression in the games. And it's like, yeah, the literal cards have very little skill expression. The skill expression is entirely in the cube system. Like, it's still there. It's just not where you're expecting to see it as a card game player. And I like, I think that's a solid design choice. I like respect Second Dinner's like game design quite a bit. The monetization is uh, horrendous. Um, although, I don't know how much I would like specifically criticize the monetization and how much I would criticize the like clear. Um, inbreeding between balance and monetization, where it's like, oh, we have a, we have a yeah, really strong card. Why don't we make it series five and refuse to nerf it? And it's like, okay. And then balance. Like, you, you can yeah. just buy it for fifty dollars. Then <laughs> yeah, balance maybe is okay. I don't really know. I don't think I have an informed opinion about Marvel Snap. As soon as these like balance and monetization start inbreeding, I'm like. Well, I mean, that is a huge yeah, that is a huge criticism of the game because i've heard people say like oh well whenever they release a new card they just like they make it broken so you have to buy it and then they'll nerf it yeah. like a couple weeks later and it's like it's so it's like they're driving you to definitely you have to definitely purchase it but then it's like eh, it'll be irrelevant in a few weeks i remember when they they did the whole like um they release that card that just completely undoes the last turn of the game and you get to redo it. And I was just like, that sounds cancer as fuck because the whole idea of snap is like, you're supposed to be like, Oh, and this is my final turn. This is where all the shit pops off. And then you're like, they make a card that's like, okay, well I get to see your final turn and then we get to do it all again. So I can prepare for it. It's like, yeah, that was a, that was something that was fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, uh, Snap, Snap seems, like, so good as, like, a casual card game. Like, just oh, yeah. engaging, playing some games. Sometimes you get some cubes, sometimes you don't. Like, legitimately, I look at that and I'm like, that game looks phenomenal. However, the problem is, I want, A, a competitive game, and B, um, I really don't want to sink that much money into a casual card game. Like, yeah. I, I'm... Yes, it just clicked that I'm like Zuma, right? And it's, it's a Zuma game. So yeah. it kinda, yeah, it I, I guess it also kind of clicked in that way, but yeah. So, okay. It's a good property. It's a good IP. It's made for Zoomers. It's on mobile. Like, it's just like somebody in a, in a think room of like a bunch of people who knew how to get money out of people just were like, here's what we got. And it's like, okay, we got Marvel. And we got one minute games and we got like hella monetization. And it was like, that's the perfect game. That's the perfect game. Like, so. Okay. So I got a product offering for you, Baya. Um, I take some game that is like uh, generally accepted to be good. Um, uh, I'm not sure what game that is. Maybe like chess. I, I'm certainly not going to put any effort into this game. It's just going to be like some game I can copy and paste into my client. And then um, I'm going to make it. Oh, chess is actually perfect because chess is like a uh, display resolution is literally a square. So uh, to make this fit on your phone, which is clearly not uh, a square, um, I'm going to occupy the center with a chessboard, and you can play chess. And then on the right, I'm going to put subway surfers. And on the left, oh, I'm going to put a satisfying video. <laughs> Where's my money? I'm buying that, man. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, I got a monetization option. The monetization of this game, you can play chess as much as you want. It's literally free to play chess. However, if you don't give me money, um, I turn off the videos. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to play an ad between every move of oh. chess. No. <laughs> the videos just go away. You're going to have clock, you know, you're going to have ad. You know, yeah, <laughs> taking all your clock. That would be hilarious. Oh, man. I'll call it Zoomer Chess and put it on the iStore. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's fucking... Yeah. Unlucky. I, I, don't, I, I just think about, like, we talk about these bad games, and I'm just like, man, Lore was so good. Just fucking, yeah. It fucking feels bad, man. Yeah, it's just like... I, maybe I'm still, like, not like that. Like, you know, like like... It still maybe didn't even click my mind that like yeah it's it's just done like there's no more I don't know like maybe there's like the ages like you know and that's it like and that's like I guess it was amazing time though I enjoyed so much I met so many amazing people but it it's just yeah. gone like uh, yeah well <sighs> it sucks every uh, that's why I hope I hope everyone plays in the ages league. I, I get literally no benefit out of it, but just like it's just gonna be so much fucking fun to just like have everyone playing and just like it's gonna be chaos. Like shit's just gonna be wacky. Like we've already decided that like we're gonna run eternal until the expansion hits and then we'll switch over to standard. Just like we don't even know what point of the season that will be. But like like it's all just gonna be a little freeform. It's all gonna be like fun. Like I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm excited for it. Um We've already got three teams signed up. I'm hoping for, you know, at least 29 more. That's my hope. So, yeah, I do think we're gonna get them. Um, do we have something or, um, I don't know. Um, I will say that I messaged Riot hoping to get unlocked accounts for people in EMEA and APAC to play in the Aegis tournament. And then I also asked for an invitation to the Invitational <laughs> so, because um, I could just drive down. It's literally like three hours away um, and get my own accommodations. But, you know, like, I just want to know, like, can I just show up and will you let me in the building? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird that the end of the way they did that, yeah. Um, I, just wanna, I just want to see... To be honest, I just want to go to like meet all the people because like when yeah. we did the NYC broadcast and I met all the NYC people, that shit was so sick. And then it's like, OK, well, now I get to meet all the content creators and, and the, the players that won and some yeah. LA locals. They're going to have some meetup, right? Uh, there's going to be some meetup with uh, Margie and Grappa and Sonny, right? So I guess yeah. go there at least. I don't know. It's I'm not gonna drive down for one day to see three people. <laughs> like, like, that's not happening. Like, there's gotta be more people there, but you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sad because, like, I don't know. My my sister lives in the area that like Riot is, and I was always thinking like I, I didn't know like who exactly I would, but I was like, eh, if I'm ever like headed out there, and I got time to kill, and it's not just like I'm like there for a day and gonna see my family and then move on. I was like. Eh. I should like try and find an opportunity to head onto the ride campus and see if like I can chat with people, even if it's like not something like the invitational, just be like they've got a coffee shop in there and it's like, can I just like go get some coffee and talk with people? That sounds like fun. Well, um, they do tours, 
Okay. And I know the website says like the tours have stopped and which is like a carryover from COVID, but the rioters have assured me that if you just ask for a tour, they'll give you one. Okay. Like, well, um, I don't know. With the current aftermath, it's like, A, yeah. do I care? B, is anyone there? 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 Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. I'm not like team fight tactics and league just don't particularly appeal to me in terms of like games to MMO. Like I'd probably play the MMO when it comes out. I don't know if I'd stick with it, but like, I don't know, by far the most interesting stuff um, that comes out of riot to me these days is like every now and then I'll see a glimpse at what like industry analysts are doing and like, uh, game stats spaces and that's like really interesting to me i don't know if it's interesting to other people but it's interesting to me um but that's like all the league team pumps out that i'm interested in so i you know what i here's the thing about tft i i think it's a great game but oh my god the content creation side surrounding tft is like literal cancer anyone i cannot watch anyone stream tft it is so bad because they're they're all like carbon copies of Soju. Soju. And Soju is the most annoying person on fucking planet. <laughs> like, I just community man, like that's man fucking Twitter, like man, like they have they've met they've read meta for twelve hours, man, and like whole like the Twitter's on fire, man. Like Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you from like the from talking to people who work in, in the TFT space, like Soju's I don't you know, I don't wanna like start rumors about him but from what i've heard soju isn't like the nicest or most respectful guy of people's times um so i don't really like ex like supporting people who kind of do that stuff and he's already the biggest in that space also the the fact that the top players can just go around and harass the main developer of tft until they get what they want really doesn't sit well with me um yeah. i feel for more dog like every day he must get on and just like hate his life <laughs> like, like, truly yeah uh, yeah and the tft stuff with doves is pretty wild although i mean yeah. i don't know if any tft take is gonna be more outrageous than the like lor is taking our funding and it's like brother brother yeah you're gonna be in leak line now, right? So we're still taking the. Oh yeah, we're we're taking their funding. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. I I'm, used to, I'm gonna be so sick to my stomach if 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 lore starts getting like in like in like put in events. They start getting like more skins. I'm just gonna be like I'm gonna be like irrationally angry yeah, if after if this like, pivot. Path of Champions is gonna be like extremely popular. And I'm gonna be like. No, I mean, if Panther Champions is popular, then whatever. But, like, if they actually, if, like, the game starts getting, like, real definite support with, like, hella monetization, like, all the shit that we asked for, I'm going to just oh, be, yeah. like, so upset. Like, mm -hmm. if the game succeeds, I don't really care. Like, that's fine. But, like, if it starts succeeding because it does all the shit we asked for for years, I'm going to be really annoyed. Like. Yeah. Why the fuck do I agree with that? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. There, there would be nothing that brought me more joy than transplants from LOR just like doing very well in the TFT space. Um, but 
I will say that I was I was looking at Lorcana tournaments and Quabachi won like a big one, and I was like, oh, I know that guy. Oh, he's yeah. uh he's from EMEA. So hopefully, I, I wish like all the players that I know, whenever game they go to, they just like dominate. That would be oh, that'd be so sick. Yeah, man. Like, like every you know like world champions, you know every <laughs> game is gonna be just yeah. and be it would be so like, hilarious to like I know Baya. Like that guy, he's yeah. the world champion. Like I know that guy. It it would be absolutely <laughs> hilarious if there was like a winner's interview at some relevant thing. And it's like, is this like your first tournament at like XYZ game? Like, how did you become good so fast? And it's like, oh, I was like playing LOR and they like shut down the game, so I came over here. And y'all all suck. <laughs> so <laughs> And they're just like, What's LOR? Uh, a League of Legends card game? Yeah. I'd never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would like legitimately happen. I think people might do well. Like, I'm sure Majin will do well in whatever card game he moves to. But I, I'm not Doesn't delusional enough. Well? Yeah, I'm not delusional <laughs> enough to think people are going to swap games no? and just be like absolutely clowning the competition. So, yeah. By by, I can't wait to see you in the TFT circuit. That'll be fun. It's a lot more regionalized, and EMEA has a ton of events. So, like, and I think like Panda's like doing every single one of them. So, like, yeah. you know, you have your ins. Well, I have also Alan, right? Yeah, also Alan. True. I guess I will give it to him, but man, I, I, man, my issue with TFT. Okay, I have my snap issues with like the competitive TFT. Is like a riot, you know. That's my issue. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna like piss on them some, yeah. It's just a thing. No, that's super fair. Okay. Okay, let's talk about Ikado's future since he's not here. I, I guess um, so. I'm done to, to edit in, like, um, I'm done to, like, invite him to call on, like, edit in. Oh, wait. His, uh, Hold up. Videos. We have our resident Ikado. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a furry. Animal. Oh, oh, right. Uh, you could have just stopped at furry. It's fine. Fair enough. Just, <laughs> <you're getting it. laughs> yeah. There we go. I told um, I told Ikado he should he should try Final Fantasy fourteen, and I understand that Final Fantasy fourteen is not a competitive game, but it is like pretty perfect for his community and like what he does. And like the kinds of stuff that he's, in, that he's into, so I, I mean that that man's a riot addict though. So like, yeah, that is true. He, I do think he'll probably end up at TFT of all places, and he's good at TFT. He's really good. Like, um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him winning some tournaments or whatever. Uh, unfortunately, I kind of was not able to make this into the podcast, but we still wanted to have his, you know, view uh, and the, his future, you know. Uh, what he's gonna do and so his like view on the news so uh that's why i wanted to make this uh video because he was very important uh part of the podcast so welcome in Anacado. yeah i only came in you know uh halfway through the podcast um you know you guys had uh had mo before so it kind of makes sense that i show up late to the very last one <laughs> yeah I, I guess i guess yeah, it's like okay, i gonna i guess we should have then have like Sephir at the start but you know um i kind of unfortunately you saw the news yesterday. Uh, what are your fears about it? Um, um, I mean, I think I feel similar to how we all feel, right? I think it was very sudden. I think it was surprising how uh, 
how much PvP and how much competitive has just been completely cut off. And we got news today that new champions that are coming out um, might only be playable in pass. It's um, it's very hard to uh, imagine moving forward as a PvP player. Obviously, it's crushing, right? Obviously, it's totally crushing. I'm uh, you know mm -hmm. very sad about it. It's my favorite game, right? Legendary Terra is my favorite game, and uh, to have it you know so thoroughly taken away. Um, it definitely sucks. I, I imagine you guys said similar things. Yeah, we were like, we are so desperate. Like, we were just like sitting there and like, so, so sad to just see it. And like, you know, just like being talking about it. Like, I think we like, we of course lost a game, but I, was, I think something that uh, Red said, it's like, like, we not only lost the game, we also like, kind of lost the people in it because in the end, like the community, like, you know, people are going to go in different games. And then like, even though like you don't hate the people, you still like going to, not share the time with them anymore, right? It's very often, so um, it, it definitely sucks yeah. also in that way. Uh, so everyone's just you know gonna end up going in different directions, and it's, it's depressing because everyone together, like we made such an amazing community around Legend and Terra, right? Mm -hmm. Like this game has meant so much to so many players. I've met so many amazing people through this game, you know. And I I've come from other Riot games. I've come from a lot of other games where the communities are so toxic and angry and just you know. Not not enjoyable to be around, but the LOR community wasn't that, for the most part. Yeah, it was <laughs> definitely special, and you know, I I definitely enjoyed, it, especially with you, I at the times that we had together, um, also on the podcast that we had, uh, it it was amazing. You, we had like countless hours of just talking, but you know, I what are your plans ahead? What are you planning to do? Um, what do, what it's are so you hard, to do? What it, are you planning to play? Um, we talked about some games as well, uh, on the podcast when you were not there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to continue streaming uh, for as long as I can. So, you know, go check me out at twitch.tv slash xikato. Um, my plan is to have, like, at least one game that I'm going to, you know, continue uh, grinding at and trying to improve. You know, right now I'm looking at either, like, TFT or Valorant. Probably TFT. Um, that seems like a pretty fun way to go. Uh, and then, you know, on the side doing a ton of variety stuff, right? Trying out a bunch of different games. Um, you know, some people are trying to get me into Final Fantasy fourteen. I might end up trying that out. Uh, it was all sorts of stuff. We'll we'll see what games I end up playing, but yeah, it's it's uh I'll keep streaming. Um mm -hmm. keep making content for as long as I can. You know, I've been very blessed to have a uh community that's been able to support me for so far and uh you know, I don't wanna let that go. Mm -hmm. Do you have any like game that you like landing to, like that it's probably gonna be the game now or that you want to start with? Uh is it just fine? And probably TFT. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I, TFT is so hard because, like, learning a new TFT set is, like, such a pain in the ass. But at the same time, it feels like TFT is, like, the natural progression, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of LR players who already play TFT. Um, there's, you know, a ton of strategy in it. There, it's, it's a very similar game. Plus, like, I've been masters in that game before. Um, I, I'm pretty certain that I could, you know, at least climb to, like, GM um, pretty easily. You know, in terms of, like, actually competing in it, you know, I'll do my best. We'll see where we end up. Uh, but I do think that TFT is going to be the mainstay, and then beyond that, it's going to be a. Uh... Yeah, it was it was like so obvious. I was like, I said, that, like, there's so many people who actually talked about it. Like, it actually was selling me to go on TFT, uh, because you know we have like Panda there, right? Uh, we have Alan there, for example, like these big names. Uh, so, uh, it it's definitely implies that I can definitely see. Um, and yeah, variety. Um, definitely think that I'm definitely excited to see. I I think you you like have such a like good person that, that like. Um, I I think I'm gonna watch no matter what you're gonna do. Uh, 
but um, something you're too else. Kind, but you're too kind. No, I'm not too, too, too kind, man. I enjoyed some of Valorant. I was like, before I went to sleep, I was watching some of your Valorant yesterday. So. Bro, I was so bad. I, I, it's going to take a while for me to get not bad at that game again. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Is it great said that you are like such a riot? You know, you love fair the game, so like that's maybe. Oh yeah, apparently, dude. Holy, <laughs> I end yeah. up immediately playing other riot games after this. Shit. The issue is like the other card games suck, dude. Like I refuse to go support Snap. I just refuse to support that. What about Lorcana or maybe uh, some uh, One Piece? If they have like a ton of online stuff, I would be super down. Oh, like so 100%. you have the issue like with or just yeah, card game in in game. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, like in yeah. stuff, you don't like. Those. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do. You know, go I have to go to my fucking local game store. I have to go to regionals. Ugh, <laughs> I, I definitely would prefer online stuff. But but, yeah. but you are traveling to the um to the Mister Event, right? Uh, yeah, I am next weekend, so that should be a that uh -huh. should be a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully. It's gonna be depressing as hell. Are <laughs> you excited to meet there? You know, like I guess there's some, some there's still some writers, but who are you excited to see there? Uh, I mean, I get to meet a bunch of other content creators, right? Yeah. Get to meet Majin finally. Um, you know, Sunny, get to meet Grappler. Sunny. Get to meet uh, yeah, Grappler, Marshall. Oh my god. Um, and then yeah, just a ton of writers. You know, hopefully be able to uh talk to the ones that are still around and let them know. How special the game they made was. Mm -hmm. I'm sure yeah. they know. It's like Urban still should be there, so yeah, it, it's it's definitely it definitely sucks though. Uh, and yeah. then I guess I have maybe final question for you. Uh, and that's uh, are you planning to play in the ages? Uh, in the, in the ages league we had to right on the podcast. Um, are you excited to play the, there? Or are you not gonna be playing there? Um, I probably will. You know, serve as like a big last hurrah. You know, for LOR. Um, I don't know what who I'm gonna play with. Um, I haven't talked with anybody, uh, so I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it's hard because you know, sticking around and grinding the game is gonna be difficult. Um, but you know, so I probably like won't put in like infinite prep on it. But at the same time, like it's hard to just cold turkey cut off my favorite game that I've spent you know hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of every day for the last three years playing and committed to um yeah i I'll, I'll probably play in ages um you know hopefully i win it you know last fucking tournament right yeah like it was just joking man like you know you winning back-to-back -back open is like that's just shut down the game you know like i yeah I, I i ruined it i won two opens in a row and i was gonna go for the three peat and right said nah we gotta we gotta shut all this shit down <laughs> yeah um so that's for me uh do you have anything to say to our viewers to uh to that watch us i mean genuinely from the bottom of my heart i appreciate every single one of you that's stuck around and watched and supported us in any way um means the fucking world to me we wouldn't be able to do it without you guys and you know the lr community really was special and really was amazing and the community aspect doesn't necessarily need to go anywhere you know mm -hmm. um yeah. you know continue to support uh the creators that you like you know continue to talk with the friends you've made because it really was special. It was yeah. a special time. Yeah, especially, like, I think, especially the creators, right? Like, they're going to have the right time. Also, the writers are going to be also. So, I think, like, support these people that, like, basically lost their job, right? And, like, it's going to be very hard for them to maybe find the, the new one. But, yeah, thank you so much, Ikara, and back to the podcast. Ikara was so right for that it? take. Yeah. Exactly Absolutely correct. <laughs> Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to see Ikara next steps, as he said about it. You know, it, it was very interesting, Ikara. Thank you.
Thank you for your insight. And, um... We're uh, just uh, assuming Bai is going to edit in some incredibly based take, and hopefully he doesn't edit in some incredibly cringe take that I just agreed to. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, Boba Fish killed Elra, you know? And like... <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I saw I saw the Reddit discourse about how the gays are killing Elor, which was interesting. Bro, um, okay, people um, are <laughs> people are mad about like the Reddit takes where people are basically saying like it's an airport, you have to like announce your departure, that kind of nonsense. Like, people yeah. are very unhappy with Reddit right now. The actual worst part about this situation on Reddit is that every fucking person is just coming out of an armchair and is like, see. See this Reddit post I made two and a half years ago about how Lee Sin was killing the game? Y'all didn't listen then, and you needed to listen to me because Lee Sin killed this game. And it's like, bro, your brain is cooked. Like, <laughs> this shit was not Lee Sin. Yeah, uh, I, I did see someone come out and say like, oh yeah, I did. I had a Reddit post about like how this monetization is killing the game. It, it's definitely a lot of like, I told you so is coming out. Yeah. And it's like... Of, like, people who had, like, a really bad take a long time ago, and they're just like, I feel vindicated because the game is dead now. And it's like, well, probably not for the reasons that you said, but okay, go off, king <laughs> or queen. Yeah, um, I think it's fine to sit there and be like, um, I think you're probably wrong, but I think you can have the take of, like, the reason the game is dead is because of poor balancing efforts. Like, they just consistently did bad jobs balancing, which I, I think it's a little bit of a bad take. But, like, that's at least defendable. But you're like, they didn't nerf a zero relia fast enough. It's like, it ain't one time. Like, one time does not kill a game. Get off your high horse. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Well. Any, um, any thoughts on transitioning to lore 2.0? Or are we just done with the lore name altogether? I, I don't know. So, like, Florent, um, Florent's a bit of a finance major. Um, so on the one hand, I, I know that you're insulting him. When you yeah, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, so I do have half of an opinion that the man is like just trying to make a quick buck off people's depression, basically. On the other hand, like he isn't like putting up a donation link where it's like very easy for someone to be manipulated into giving him money so i kind of want to give him some credit uh that like he seems to not be trying to exploit people um the my honest opinion is that he believes that there are a lot of ideas in competitive lor that are very good in card games and he can basically plagiarize them and make a pretty good game and say like spell mana great mechanical system lor just didn't really do anything with a competitive system that was effective. Um, and that's like my honest take of like what he's doing. And it's like, okay, that's a, maybe a little dubious, but like uh, the worst I can say about him and how he's acting is it's a bit tone deaf. And it's like, man, maybe the guy should calm down a bit, but like, I don't really, I, I don't think he needs to be crucified. <laughs> so. No, I mean, there was the most recent post where I was like, okay, yeah, he probably deserved that. But yeah, I agree. Like, I think like if he truly believes he can make a game and I know that it's probably just going to be like lore, but with like monetization, then like, 
Okay, more power to him. But yeah, it definitely like, <laughs> was like poor timing on some of the things he presented, and like, yeah. I know some people definitely don't like him. So like, I, that definitely doesn't add. That that doesn't like, doesn't help. I would say my uh, the grace I give to him is almost exclusively because he does not have a donation link currently. If you had a donation link right now, I'd be like, oh, this, this man's scamming, like hundred percent. But the fact that like you couldn't really give him money unless you like I don't know directly PayPal'd him or something like okay I I guess this you mean like at all dumb. or just like like yet because there's definitely one coming yeah He's, the thing is like it, yeah if you were scamming there would be a donation link already right um, I guess so so um, well unless you don't have a product right like if you were like well you just like link a PayPal and you're like. Oh yeah. We'll honor it for the Kickstarter. And it's like, okay. I mean, sure. that would come up as so sketchy. Like, yeah, like, we're building a game. Here's my PayPal. If your plan is to like, <laughs> if you're, if you were planning to scam people, true. you do that. Um, and so it's mm -hmm. like, I legitimately believe the man is not planning to scam people. Uh, I would suggest not supporting a Kickstarter until you see some like reasonable proof of work, though. So. Uh, but I think the man kind of just needs to chill out, take a time out, sit down for a bit. And if he wants to try and make LOR2, he is free to try. Uh, I don't think it's going to go as well as he think it does. But like, their anti-type is like also like what sells the game a lot for a lot of people, right? And like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we I think, it like. I think there's an okay take of like, I'm going to make. A CCG, and I'm gonna take the mechanics from LOR that I know were great, like spell mana, um, asynchronous turns of like attack token stuff. I think you could just say like, I'm going to make a good card game, and I'm going to take those mechanics, and I think you could do that. Um, I don't know how legal that is, um, but if you call it something else. I think you're okay. Yeah, like, you if you're not just calling it spell mana, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's not like like it's not like lore's outside of spell mana mana system is extremely unique or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, skill energy exactly. And there you go, you've leftover skill energy and you're done. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. You can literally call it reserve mana, and I think it would still be okay. <laughs> like, yeah. To be honest, um, I think even spell mana. Like, why would they? Like, I don't think I would care. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there are I th yeah, there are things in games that you can't just like wholesale copy. So like, I don't. I I think that's a line that you really don't want to play with. <laughs> that that's why I would change the name. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. fundamentally, it's like you could probably get away with calling it spell mana, but you could also just like easily change it to reserve mana, and there's like no lawyer in the world that would try and challenge that. So, it's like, why not? I mean, that's what a lot of ripoff games do is they'll actually just like steal assets. They'll even steal names. And like, if the game becomes like semi successful, then companies will go after them and they're just like, oh, actually, we decided we're going to change the names of all of the stuff that's probably infringing on IP. And like, okay, well, I, I've seen that happen a lot in like mobile games and stuff like yeah. that. So, like, they could keep it as spell arena, but they probably won't. It probably won't stay as spell mana. That's what I would imagine. Okay. Uh -huh. 
<sighs> well, anything else fun to talk about? Anything not um, fun to talk about? Do we want to bitch about articles and videos more? I guess something not fun to talk is that I want to thank you to anybody who was supporting our podcast, anybody who watched since we started with Drezot. We started in 2022 with Trio and Safa. Then we move on to Mo, and we ended it's up with Aikado. It's, it's been around, yeah. We did a lot of podcasts already, and like, hopefully you enjoyed them. Um, it was something that I enjoyed myself a yeah. lot to do. I don't know. Fun. So, talking about the podcast, like, reminds me of something that, like, does frustrate me, and I don't know what to do about it. Like, there's stuff I enjoy doing that, like, I just feel like I'm losing along with LOR, where it's like, I enjoyed streaming, and, like, I'm not Ikado, I'm not Majin. I didn't stream for a living, I never really tried to, and I was okay with that. Um, but, like, I don't know. I don't think I would enjoy just, like, playing Dark Souls 3 or something and streaming that. Um, and I don't know what to do about that because, like, I'd like to have that hobby of streaming a bit, but not really sure what to do, so. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it's much worse for people like Ikata or Majin, where it's, like, it's also their livelihood that they're lost. I'm just sitting here being, like, I lost a hobby in Legends of Runeterra and I lost a second hobby in streaming. Um, but, like, I don't know. I lost more than just Legends of Runeterra, and it's a uh, oh, yeah. sad. There are people who kind of base their whole like personality on the game. I mean, like, uh, I mean, I'm sure literally all three of us and many of the people in chat are gonna lose friends as a result of this. Not because like you dislike this person anymore, you like won't tolerate them without the trimmings of LOR. But it's like there are people that like. I only really talk to through the lens of Legends of Runeterra. And like, am I going to talk to them? Are they going to talk to me without that prompting? Probably not. And it's not that like either of us particularly dislikes each other anymore. It's just like, we don't have this kind of communal space that we both hang out in. It's kind of like graduating high school or like college. It's like, I you know, I'm friends with you because we're in the same class and like, we became pretty close friends, but like now that I'm graduated, I'm going somewhere else. You're going somewhere else. Maybe we'll talk every once in a while, but probably not. <laughs> like, like that's the reality. Like, it it, it sucks because it, it it really hurts me. I think even more the fact that the game isn't actually a hundred percent dead. And I yeah. know that's like a selfish thing to say because it's like it's like it, it's almost like there's this window where it's like yeah. Maybe we could come back, but in reality, your deepest heart, heart of hearts, you're like, no, it, it's just never happening again. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. It's going to be so frustrating because, like, I made some effort to purge, like, social media and stuff and just be like, like, I don't want to follow these accounts. I don't want to see this stuff pop into my feed. But, like, I know, exactly. like, nine months down the line. There's going to be some event that's like sort of competitive. Maybe someone will run a community tournament. Marshall would be a good example where like Marshall's just going to be like, I'm going to run a community tournament. And I don't want Marshall to not run this community tournament because of this sentiment. But I'm going to see that thing because Twitter knows that 
I engaged with LOR report a bunch and it's like, Hey, this post's getting a lot of traction. Yeah. Let's serve it to you. And I'm going to be like, fuck, I didn't want to see yeah. that. Like, yeah. I just want to move it's on. It's definitely like, uh, I don't want to get like too dark, but it's almost like seeing like a picture of someone who died or something like that, yeah. that you were like close with and you're like, oh, fuck. Now the mo now the feelings are back, you know, like I'd moved on or <laughs> And now, and now, like, all these memories are coming back. I, I definitely get that. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly, Greg. Where it's like, I would like to move on. And, like, I was definitely emotional, like, a week and a half ago. I'm much more stable now. But it's like, I mean, I am trying to move on. And it's like, I don't know, I see people, like, continuing to play on where they like post screenshots or whatever. Some people are climbing the master's ladder board trying to be rank one or something. And like, I, I don't think it's unreasonable to play a little bit into like siren song, siren song, swan song of a uh, competitive LOR. But like, I do think you are delaying your ability to move on from the game. And like, if that's the choice you want to make, like that's completely fine. But um, I think for most people's mental sake, you do need to eventually start moving on. Because um, going down with the ship is just not a pleasant experience. So, Yeah, I was actually, I guess like to add, because I have to jump soon, but I will say like, I was, I truly believed that there was going to be some type of competitive system left over that I could help like crack. And like, if there's no worlds, we just run our own fake worlds. Right. But like, Hey, it's still the same qualification process. Or like I would even run the opens myself and they would be like, they probably wouldn't all be on the same weekend, but like, you know, but now there's like, there's just, there's no hope of that because it's like, there's nothing to latch on to to get people to come and play. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, and this sucks. Whole, this whole thing just is like a self-perpetuating cycle where it's like people like me kind of want to just move on from the game. So you lose a bunch of competitive mm -hmm. players. And because of that, like tournaments suffer. So you can't like run grassroots tournaments as easily because people are trying to move on. And then the grassroots tournaments suffer. So like the remaining stragglers of this competitive system start trying to move on and it just self perpetuates this feedback cycle. And it's like, it's very difficult to fix that death spiral. And like the company riot would have a difficult time fixing that death spiral outsiders, grassroots organizers, like God bless people for trying. But like, I think the ages perspective of like very much doing a swan song for the game of like, we're doing one. We're, we're not trying to resurrect competitive. We're doing one and letting it ride as like a final uh, chapter in this saga. And it's like, I think you can find success with that because people are interested in having closure. But trying to keep this alive, I think, is going to be a very, very tough ask for anybody who's trying to. Yeah, it's it's rough. I, I even told, like, I sat down with, like, Aegis Management, and we talked this out, and we were like, yeah, we're just not going to do an event for four people. Like, we just won't. 
And that's eventually where we're going to get to. It's because, like, people will just stop showing up. It's like, okay, we'll have four people sign up, and I'm like, I'm not running... I'm not wasting three hours on four people, sorry. Like, yeah. I'll waste just, seven hours on 64, but I won't waste three hours on four people. Like, it's just not there, a good there, use there of our time. Less, and less less, right? There will, will not be no new ones, right? So, like, I guess some people yeah. will stay, but, like, it's going to be less and less, and it's just going to be zero eventually. And, yeah, that just sucks. It's, it'll become a game night game. Where it's like, all right, who wants to run who wants to run LOR for a few hours tonight? Like, that's it. Like, and, and even still, you're like, you probably won't even play Standard or Eternal. You're just like, let's run Earth <laughs> or something, you know? It's like, yeah. like, I don't know. It just sucks. It's so bad. I, there's no, it, there's not even a shimmer of hope. That's the worst thing. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, there's not even a shimmer of hope. And there's just the shell of a product that's left over that we have to say, like, that's, that's not my game. You know, that's that's and, a different you're gonna game. see I'm gonna play League and I'm gonna see it. LOR inclined and I'm gonna be like, like that's not my game. That's like my friends that I'm gonna be playing with, you know, you know, flexes and stuff, they're gonna be like, Oh, LOR inclined. I'm like, that's not it. That's that's not yeah, the that's game not I play. That's, that's some fake it's some fake called Path of Champions. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it hurts. It hurts. And I, I really wish Riot would give it a second look, but I know they won't. Like their hibernation, right? World is like, yeah, it just killed, right? Like, why? It's, it's even if, like, if you know, like, imagine like Path of Champions are crazily successful. Why would you go back to PvP? Just like make the Path of Champions bigger, right? And like, that's the thing, right? Like, oh. yeah, I know an Outlook uh, alert when I hear one, so <laughs> yeah, I got 15 minutes per meeting, but yeah. um, yeah, I, I agree with what you said, Bias. Like, they could talk about like it's in hibernation, but it's like it's kind of like a coma more than a hibernation. It's like it's yeah. very unlikely that they're coming out of it. Um, uh, I I do think I tolerate hibernation as PR speak. They're very clear of like we do not expect this to come back, but like we're not gonna say it's like hundred percent dead. Maybe who knows what the future holds, but like. And they were not trying to give people hope. It's just PR speak not being as harsh as it could be. So. Yeah. <sighs> so. It's so sad, dude. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, it's just the worst. Like, ugh. It's just, it's just disparity. Yeah. Disparage. It's the twitchy mode, right? Here I am being a boomer. Yeah, disparage. So I was just like a last one minutes. I was just like here, like sitting. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just, it just sad. Yeah, I told my wife like what was going on, and then I told her about the announcement a few days ago, and she was like, you know, she's like, it's okay, honey, you'll find another game. It's like, I, I don't know if I really kind of want to do another card game, like. I told the guys at Aegis, I'm like, you know, I'll probably just be like in a supplemental role. Like, I'll just be like, I'll just be augmenting what we currently offer, but I don't ever want to get into like a leadership of a specific game again. Like, I don't. So I don't blame her and I don't really yeah. want to criticize her. But like my wife, like watched the video in like an attempt to support me. Like it came out and I was at mm -hmm. work and she was like, oh, I'll watch the video and like try and get a 
vibe of what's going on. And if you imagine the take of someone who only watched the video and isn't aware of what's yeah. going on, she was like, so like stuff's going okay with Runeterra, right? And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. But my wife was there when we did Worlds and she was kind of like the house mom and she saw like how much we loved it. And so like, you know, hearing that like it's going away it definitely doesn't like have the same impact for her but you know i think she'll realize like once i just stop doing stuff like and i'm just like bored playing fucking games on my computer she's gonna be like oh shit's changed <laughs> it definitely brought me happiness that i I won't get back uh, so that sucks well yeah I guess it was it uh, happened at, it happened yeah. in the end. It was a uh, nice chat. I enjoyed Especially the podcast. Like, Anybody uh the fashion management. Yeah. Oh wait, um Any... it's been fun, right? It's been fun, right? This sort mm. I mean if anybody wants uh needs help with something, if it's like LR stuff, I'd be happy to be reached out to you for like whenever, but I don't know. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Something something friends we made all along the way. Those are the real legends of Runeterra, was the friends we made all yeah, along so... the way. Unfortunately, that has been the last episode of Insider Knowledge. Insider Knowledge was a project that I was extremely passionate about, but unfortunately, we have to come to an end. And for everyone in the Insider Knowledge team, I want to tell you, Thank you so much for your support. It was exceptional. It was something that we just love to do. It was something that we enjoyed so much thanks to you. But unfortunately, it has to come to end. Don't forget to follow Drizot, Igado, and me on Twitter, uh, you know, on the socials, so you can see where we're going to go next and, you know, see us somewhere else.